Hey everyone, how's it going out there with you all? Uh, you're used to probably hearing my voice coming after the music, the intro music from our radio program. But what I do is I pre-tape. And so I came across this teaching that I have loved. In fact, I've done several retreats on this whole topic of solitude, silence, and waiting. And, and as I do every holiday season, and I bet so many of you do as well, I really try to carve out that intentional time. Now, I, I meet with God every morning, but man, around the holidays and around getting ready for that new year, I, I do my best to carve out that time just to really say, God, what's going on? How are we doing? And I'm, you know, I got my good old fashioned yellow notepad or my journal, my pen, and I'm, and I'm just sitting there waiting for God. I just want to encourage you to do the same thing. And and uh, this teaching, Solitude, Silence, and Waiting, I just want to get some bullets out there to you to encourage you to do so. I'll probably spend maybe five minutes on the solitude part, maybe five minutes on the silence part, and the waiting is just makes sense. <laughs> I'll try to insert that maybe as we go along. But I want to encourage you. Look at this scripture in Mark 6.31. So Jesus said to them, Come away by yourselves to a remote place and rest a little. Come away by yourselves to a remote place. Isn't that interesting? And rest a little. Here's a definition of biblical solitude. Being alone in purposeful withdrawal from human interaction. A deliberate choice to be alone in order to draw closer to God by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what you're doing. You're going to sometime between now and that new year say, you know what, God, I'm carving this time aside. Maybe you have to get in your car to do it, you know. I don't know. Maybe you have to go to the bathroom and just sit there if you have little ones. Uh, I have a special place I do every morning on my sofa, same spot where I meet with God. You know, Abraham did it. He had altars as he journeyed, didn't he? This would be like your altar, just you and God. But you're, you're pulling away from it all to hear from God. Silence, I'm going to give that definition next week, but it's that same premise. Only silence will be where you will literally hush your mouth so that you can hear God speak. But for right now, we're dealing with solitude, going away so that you can hear from God. As, as Jesus did, this will be for us as well. Number one, we'll be established in our relationship with God. Think about someone you love. Hey, you want to go grab a cup of coffee? Why are you doing that? You want to get alone with that person and get that relationship more established. You want to talk to that person. Same principle here when you're breaking away from it all just to be with God, solitude. Number two, you're getting strengthened for some spiritual battle. Come on now, this world's not an easy place. Jesus has overcome it. And if Jesus lives in you, you've overcome the world. But wouldn't you agree, you got to spend some quality time with God to get that flowing inside of you and then out of you. Number three, you'll be renewed in your mind and in your spirit. I said on the radio broadcast, brothers and sisters, there's no other way. There are, at, at least I haven't discovered any in 30 years, no shortcuts to getting strong in God. It is time alone with God, hearing from God, reading God's word, putting on worship, and just sitting in quiet before God. Now, there are other ways. Of course, I go to church. I love fellowship with my brother. And I, I don't exclude any of those. But I'm talking 
when I really need to hear from God and I need to get strength, one of the best ways is I go off by myself with God. Number four, you get prepared for the plans and the purposes that God has for you. That is so powerful. I'm doing it right now. I've got another new journal on the way in the mail. I've got my pen and I'm sitting there and I'm writing down what I sense God is saying to me. But I get that time aside just in case. And I'm always saying, God, is this correct? Is this okay? And I go by the leading of my spirit. Jesus drew strength from his close from his closeness to his father as the spirit prepared him to resist Satan's temptation of food, fame, and power. Again and again, solitary desert and mountain meetings with his father became occasions for Jesus to be restored, renewed, and refilled with power. Same thing will happen for you. Let's look at this one. Luke 5, 16. So he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and he prayed. Following such times of strengthening and refreshment in the presence of his father, he had, number one, power to heal. You'll see that in Luke 5, 17 with brothers and sisters, the very first prior to. Verse 16 says he withdrew to get away to be with God. Now verse 17, as it happens on a certain day, he's teaching. There's Pharisees, teachers of the law sitting by who'd come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. He spent time with God and came back full of power of God to heal. Number two, he received discernment about God's will for choosing his disciples. You'll see that in Luke chapter six. Do you have a big decision you have to make? Get alone with God. Ask him. Number three, he conquered temptation in the garden of Gethsemane. Rise and pray lest you enter temptation. You get alone with God so you can get fortified and strong you got to get alone with God long enough to be weaned from the noise of this world. Get, get alone long enough to, to, in, to hear God's divine initiatives. Remember Elijah? He heard the still small voice, didn't he? Yeah, solitude, silence, and waiting. The benefits of this, from doing that with God. Come with me, Mark 6.31, to a quiet place and get some rest. In rest with Jesus, we regain our perspective. We're reminded of who we are in God. And look at this line, and I'll close with this. I didn't go five minutes. Looks like I'm going seven. You're made aware of the battle lines. This is important. Sometimes when you're so busy, you think the battle is this. and But when you get quiet, the Holy Ghost shows you, no, this is what you're fighting. Wow. All because you have been quiet with God.